2: you <laughs> just said all these delightful things,
3: Thanks. and I'm looking at her. You're right, smiling. I just said we're going to be oh. a little car boutique. We're just going to give you so many little delicious things, right little now.
2: nuggets to yes. nuggets. take you
3: home. Okay, so you know how we were so in love with Lenny Kravitz at the Grammys, oh. and that was just such and a boots. great and his boots. Oh, That's I loved right. his great. Boots. Didn't weren't they amazing? Oh. Thank you, Page Six. So. He wore the metal mesh top. Mm-hmm. Natalia Fedner did that, and I. Um, he borrowed it from a knight's uniform. No, that's all she does I is know. metal work. He, yeah, that metal work, we love it. I love. it. You look gorgeous. I. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever worn a mesh dress? I remember gonna, when those were uh-huh. in. Do you guys like? Well, you would have been too young. I Holly. didn't, Lori. Yeah, I bet you. I have. did have a gold metallic mesh halter. Of course you did. And, um yeah, it was super sexy hate, and fun to wear. Except for when the
2: sun shined. I bet you
3: get a little well, hot. Well, yeah, no, it was a nightclub thing. It yeah. was a nightclub thing. And I got whatever, like a knockoff. For, but it was like a thing, you know. There was, they and they were, had, the man, had the earrings that yeah. were made out of that material. But his was, like, really beautiful. It was gorgeous. So, gorgeous. And then you said to me, but it was the boots. It Just was the, the boots. boots. I told okay? you. So here's the deal with the boots. He the all three of the boots he wore, he designed with Modern Vice and Church uh, and Church, one of three custom pairs. And three, he met with the guy, Modern Vice's, you know, chief designer, this dude Jason Adoni, three weeks before the Grammys only for this. Three for, well, only three wow. weeks. He said he wanted to. A new unique square toe shape that had never been done on a heel like this. Because he had very, he wanted the boots to be slouchy. Makes you look taller. Mm -hmm. And the materials we used, he said, so he had the red carpet version, which had a slender high heel. Mm -hmm. And then the second, the one he wore on stage both times had a thicker Who were the boots that we
2: bought? uh, Those nice boots that we always used to buy. Who are the nice boots? Stuart I have the, Weitzman? No, I have the square toe boots. Fries? Fries. Like a fry. It, it was the fry font, but it was super high, and I'm
3: like, I want that boot. Well, that's what Lenny... He had wow. under let, love rule was put on the that insole. square toe is everything. Mm. Yes, yes. I love
2: my fry square toe.
3: Yes, and that's what this yeah. basically is. And I guess, you know, he said they did... all, And, of course, the other key thing, and he doesn't say it, he said technically... We did make the boot a much more elevated shoe that could be stable for rocking and rolling. So yes, confirming that the he wears he the wears, inserts. So he, was he wears taller. inserts. He mm-hmm. always has because he's really
2: he's small. He's my height. He's a petite. Yeah, gentleman. he kind of is, but yep. he
3: looks like such a tall rock star when he's performing that you just it doesn't matter when you see him in person. You're. You're just enchanted with both he and Jared Leto. Another one who's embracing heels on the red carpet uh, in real life is Jared and Harry Styles. Oh, yeah,
2: they both. Yeah, yeah.
3: but I love, I hope that the square-toe boot is coming, making its way around.
1: It probably is. I I loved that look. Low-rise jeans, square-toe boots. Let's
2: go back to 1995. 95. So, um, anyway, so. And I wonder how his toothpaste sold yesterday. Oh, yes. Twice. That's, that's twice. Holly, his mm-hmm. toothpaste is available at Target now.
1: Mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz's toothpaste. Yes, yeah.
2: he has a brand. And he's. it's been out there for a few years, but he just got into Target stores. And it's he did it.
3: He's giving back. But money. Holly, I didn't read the whole story and I decided to do a deliberate thirst trap. So I tweeted a picture of myself from Hawaii that I had tweeted to Keith Richards playing my acoustic palm frond. <laughs> and I got all excited and I said, Well, go to Target. We'll be at Target to buy your album. It's toothpaste. It's toothpaste. Hey, I told toothpaste. Lori, I've got a story about Lenny.
2: At Target, and that's all I said. and She just went off with it, and she had no oh, idea what it was about. Picture
3: to send of him to me, of <laughs> she... me that I'm gonna send him, and tell him I'm going to the album. I'm deliberately being thirsty, Holly. You know, well that's it, it, well. When is thirst not deliberate? But I, Wonder i, I never, in. we've never really deliberately done it. It's just like been more like, oh, it's a, I don't know. We just don't set out to do it that way, and then of course, when we do, we get it wrong like when we, he's a guest mm-hmm. who's coming up it's an author
2: <laughs> and then they usually forget to call right no.
3: okay um We're uh, always close uh, very close uh we I don't know if any of you guys knew this story about um uh you know the song la freak yeah freak <laughs> Love for I this. didn't know this story, because that was like such, always such a good, fun, party yes, stuff. Yes, it was. Uh, according to history, Atlantic Records, that was the biggest hit they ever had. They sold the most. Serious? Yeah, that half of that album. And it was, um, um, so Chic co-founder, Niall Rogers, songwriter, you know, Madonna, yeah, he's yeah. worked with everybody, amazing guitarist. He, uh, I guess Ian Schrager, has a new music series at a bar in New York that they do every week and Ian Schrager was the Studio 54 co-owner. Okay. And also owns was wasn't he the co-owner with uh Steve Rebell? Steve Rebell, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, how the song came about. So Nile Rodgers is invited to Grace um um, what's her name? Grace Jones' birthday party at Studio 754. Uh, uh, and yes, yeah, Studio <laughs> 54, but it was like 19, whatever year it was, because that place was only open like two and Three a half years. years. Yeah, she said, Look, you know, just come to the back door, I'll have your name, and you can come in. She's throwing a New Year's Eve party. He gets there, he said, I'm, you know, a personal friend of Miss Grace Jones, and the security said, F off, it's New Year's Eve. And he said, no, I really am. And they told him to bleep off again. Right. Oh. So he went home, drank two bo- bottles of what he called rock and roll mouthwash champagne.
2: Okay, I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and was so fixated at the guard swearing at him that he just started jamming and bleep off became, oh, freak out. Oh, funny. So that's... He that's said hard. that turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Right. And that's, I just started jamming and I just started, I can't sing that, but I can sing Freak Out. La Chic. La, La Freak.
2: Yeah, oh, Well, that's a good story, Lori. Okay, so here is, this is exciting news for you, Holly. Okay, I'm oh, bringing good. this for you. Okay, as our Beatles number one fan here at the station, a John Lennon biopic is nearing reality as scripts have just been finished by Bohemian Rhapsody writer. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? I don't. I okay, don't so it. the still untitled John Lennon movie um, has uh, been authorized for the big screen. The movie is going to be produced by Yoko Ono, who did a oh, okay. John Lennon musical years ago that bombed. Okay. Um, but her son but Sean... But family's part of it. Sean and Julian are part of it. Anthony McCartan, who wrote the ginormous hit about Freddie Mercury and Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, has apparently finished the screenplay. Wow. The movie will mostly be John's solo songs, although it will include five key Beatles songs and the Beatles are all for it, the ones that are left. Mm. Lennon, it'll be different than the musical. This is going to be the whole story of John Mm -hmm. and um, it will... um, Embracing his youth, the time with the Beatles, even his famous 18-month lost weekend when he left Ono for um, May Mei Ping. Mm-hmm. and they, was Yoko's
3: blessing, mm-hmm. right? Go and explore your sexual self with May, can and she's you really
2: celebrated in but, here. Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: but I mean, can you imagine like Saying having that, her, be able to say that to your your partner? No.
2: It would be <laughs> So this is you know, the it's next hard. it's attached okay, next project is attaching a director and a star, Bohemian director Dexter Fletcher. He did Rocket Man as well, is gonna be the director on this. He's finishing up um, Sherlock Holmes three with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law but who, do, who would play John
1: Lennon? I Holly, have no idea. this is for you. It would be an unknown, I think. I have no idea who John would Lennon. play John Lennon. I did like the movie Nowhere Boy from about 10 years I lo- ago. Yes. Aaron, a- Aaron Taylor Johnson yes. played John Lennon, and he did a yes. fine job.
3: And he married the director. Yes. Well, she was yes. married to the gallery owner, and yes. she's like 20 years older. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was that was Stand the only takeaway I took out of that <laughs> movie. 32 no he was even younger than that he He was really young he was like 22 Uh julia and she was like 40. that's right and they're still together yeah they are still together Mm -hmm. and um i remember you told us to see that movie and
1: donnie told us and it was young lennon
3: though right wasn't it just his young life
1: yes it focused specifically on his very young life and his relationship with his mother and those years. So, I mean, I, I remain open and curious about yeah. how they're going to treat John Lennon's life and how they're just going to treat him as a subject.
2: Well, look at how great they did with Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody.
3: Yeah. I it's mean, just the, that they didn't end in assassination. Well, this you know? is true. I mean, so this is, that's the, I don't know, that'll be to me like what part of the story. And so much of his life is the Beatles, mm-hmm. musically speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed that the okay. family's involved in the scriptwriter that did Rocket Man. So we'll,
2: we'll see. see.
3: Yeah, that's a TBD year, people. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. that's a tease if you've ever heard of 2023.
2: 2027. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Mark your calendar. That's right. All right, Holly. We are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, you're going to give us all the dirt. We'll be right back. This is a my
3: talk dirt alert.
2: Dirt alert. Dirt alert. Dirt alert. Dirt alert. Dirt alert.
3: Dirt alert.
1: All right. Long time no chat, Holly. I know. Strangers, really, truly. Strangers in, in the, the day. day. Oh, it's in than today. Yes. I mean, technically. All right, where do we go? Oh. Well, you know, we're going to go to a little gossip courtesy of the Daily Mail, okay. courtesy of Reddit. So this is kind of, you know, layers deep here. But mm-hmm. as the Internet is want to do, it's want to find things. And today, the Daily Mail is showing a video of Will Smith Pleading Jada Pinkett-Smith to stop talking about their marriage on Instagram in an old clip. Uh-oh. How old is it? Well, it's from 2019. Well, it's not that old. The entanglement year. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it happened on an Instagram Live and uh, apparently in this clip so he was uh, telling Jada that you can't use me for social media don't just start rolling I'm standing in my house don't start rolling so they're having a little exchange a little back and forth in this video Yeah I you know what I, get? I
3: none of the guys at bowling last night none of them knew about the that the red table talk that conversation that Will had out loud with jada about that she had an entanglement with august alcina august alcina and i i remember you and i just thinking at the time why are they doing this this is just such what (laughs) what purpose does this share to share this with people when you're an a-list movie star couple we never could figure that out They've shared so much, but that was really. But that was on the red table talk, and it I has sh- haunted them. And I, I just think that um, I, I don't know if I have as much faith in that those two are going to make it after this Oscar thing because it's just so, uh, you know, humiliating and humbling for everyone involved. And you know, the academy is like, oh, we're moving up what we're going to do to Will Smith. We're going to. They're announce not going to do anything. Tomorrow, well, I mean, whether they do or don't, to me, he's already resigned. He's Just say pain. tomorrow, he's not, he will not be presenting this year and he's resigned from the academy and he's lost all privileges. I certainly hope they're not going to make any more out of it than that because what more. Are they going to do? They've already mishandled it.
1: Well, moving it up the academy, their official board meeting about what to do about uh, the telecast on Sunday night, that just speaks they want the conversation to be over. Over. Right. Well, they could so- have
3: just done that last week when he resigned. And right. said, and with this, we would also like to announce we are in agreement with his wishes. This seems to be and he will not be present. Mr. Smith will not be presenting. And they could have
1: presented that on Monday. Yeah. According to the Academy reports, just saying what they were saying, you know, yeah. there's formal channels on how oh, they have hey, to do They got cross the T's and dot the lowercase yeah. J's on all of that. So yeah. that's how they're handling it. Moving that hearing to tomorrow. Yeah. And I think like you guys just said, it's just going to be more of a formalization of things that we kind of already understand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch? I- this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com. It's easy to find your new vibe, dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full nineties throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda.
1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No, you guys did. We didn't get a chance what? to oh. talk about it. The trailer for the oh. season 12 of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We've I, just been sitting on this. I cannot okay. believe
3: all the winks they gave us in this trailer. A, they're showing us that Erica Jane continues to be the meanest housewife on TV. I don't get. a bleep if anyone likes me. That's almost a huge the wink. meanest
2: person alive.
3: Yeah, I mean, no, because Poodie knows that. Right, has that by a long shot, but um, she's accused of, they show a clip of Lisa Rinna going, you know Erica, you've got to either do your antidepressants or drink. You can't do them both. You can't mix.
2: Ooh. You can't mix them.
3: So that was a big uh, take your, you can't do both. That was a big uh, thing, thing, whatever. I just couldn't believe all all the little juicy nuggets they gave us in two minutes
2: here's what i see okay so they're pitting the sisters against each other kathy and kathy Kim and Ki- no, kyle. kathy and kyle there's going to be that erica jane continues to be a witch um and they've got a new person there's
3: two new people
2: this jennifer what are their names Sorry. i don't know their names
3: but there's okay, eight wrote- there's eight housewives um in their silver sequins and um Erica Jane is dressed like a um, Iron Maiden, like from the 16th century, like from I a for Like she's got for, like I this actually, girdle. Kind I can't of a wait thing for in. it to come back. Oh no, well, I this is, on chic. I miss it. I yeah. like this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's a lot
1: of. Holly, drama. will you watch? Do you watch any of them? I don't watch any of them. Yeah. I'm fascinated by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm Same. fascinated because there's so much that. The uh, the audacity of Erica Jane Close to say some of the things that she's saying mm-hmm. on this. No wonder she just got slapped with another 50 million dollar lawsuit earlier this week. Uh, yeah. You know, criticizing her in The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You know, this report saying Erica Jane and Crystal get into an argument in this where Erica Jane says to Crystal, you want to be on the side of the victims because you think it's cool. I know. Who says that? Oh, She's so mean.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She
2: really, I just don't like her at all. But I'm fascinated, like you said, Holly. Uh-huh. I think she kind of keeps people watching. It Well, was kind she of did about, last year. Yeah. They had
3: the highest rating that they've had at Beverly Hills, you, and we didn't have the same Storyline repeating. There was actually stuff happening. No, it wasn't Kath- the dog stuff, right? Yeah, it wasn't because for like the last four years, previous years of Housewives, they took one storyline and just hit it and hit yes. it and hit it. And, and Freud one year or something. Yeah. But we date. had Kathy Hilton. Are you, are you, are you, yeah.
2: They, when they, does it come back? Did it give us a date?
3: It'll be back like uh, May 11th. Yeah, oh. very soon. soon As soon Yay. as, as, soon as uh, Jersey and OC are over.
2: Okay.
1: You know. I don't watch
2: those, so I'm I'm ready for it.
1: You're ready for the cycle to continue, season 12. Well,
2: because, again, it's so uncomfortable watching her, but at the same time, I must get pleasure out of it.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that there's something to be said about trying to figure out the cognitive dissonance between the horrible, horrible things, (laughs) like legitimately horrible things that her husband, Tom Girardi, and she allegedly have been responsible for. And that the arrogance of her to appear on Bravo and to say these things, oh. I think that it is just, it is, you're trying to figure out how. How yeah, do you I have know. no shame? Yeah. yeah literally, it you really, have no shame. Right. You know, and it's not just, you know, fighting over somebody's dog like Lisa Vanderpump or whatever. Right. This yeah. actually caused significant pain. Yeah. Right. To so many people. It's so bizarre. It in you're the so eyeballs
3: right. and now it's the only means of uh, money that erica jane has that in her wigs her her it, it, extensions that cost 800 that somebody has to put in for you like who's buying those
1: yeah that well <laughs> i would i would probably say hey why doesn't somebody go look at the books at all of that yeah why doesn't no somebody kidding. just take a little look well they really think that she's
2: she was involved she was the face of it how did she not know you know i
3: oh that's why I'm saying. Why don't we get the forensic accountants on some yeah. of these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting because you know Jen Shah, like so Her Amber Heard and Johnny Depp go to trial Monday, and uh, J- and Jen Shaw's thing is coming up pretty. F- with the feds. I don't Someone know. Someone needs to put Johnny Depp away maybe for they, a while and they, just
2: say, Stop it, Johnny. Maybe
1: we should have uh, yeah, I don't know. He's not gonna win here. Well, and the thing about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard mm-hmm. trial is that it's going to be on camera. Oh, that's even worse. It is going to be on camera for us to watch. So I suppose oh, like Court TV kind yeah, of thing. Like yes, it, it court is. Court TV kind of thing. So I guess all I can say is Johnny let's let's get our pints of Talenti. Oh boy. No, no kidding. No, what is your what your tell that you're Ranch water, the ranch water,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. It it might have to be a ranch. Oh, Johnny! Even the pictures of him with sleep with the ice cream, and now we're gonna see it. Oh no! Oh, I'm scared. (laughs) All right, there we go. All right, it's scary.
3: I do not like the Applied Sciences Journal. It gives me almost a headache. There's, it's really, I have to reread everything so hard. You know, everything in that journal is hard, Julia.
2: You have to read it. Why is that what the theory is coming from today?
3: Well, this is one (laughs) of the theories that I got out of the Applied Sciences Journal, but I brought it because. You said you were okay with sports talk today. Opening baseball is tomorrow. Yes, it is. And here it's baseball science, you guys. Engineers have figured out an even better way to measure exactly how far home runs travel. A team from... Yeah, thank you. Oh, that makes me excited. A team from Washington State University said that they... um, They've improved on, how they used to measure it is they would measure using a wind wind tunnel. But people have no idea how much aerodynamics have a part to play and how far a, a baseball goes, which is why Major League Baseball in the United States uses only one company, Rawlings Sports Goods, for the production of the balls because they have to follow MLB's strict regulations about the cork rubber pill at the center, Mm -hmm. the wool layers around it, the leather, the stitching. So the study authors wanted people to know the average baseball fan that aerodynamics is a huge factor in baseball. And that's why even a small change to a ball can lead to major changes in drag as it flies through the ball. So when they had the, Juiced up ball yes. action that was going on. Uh, that's that's uh, it started in 2015 because everyone started hitting homers like never before, and they found out that yes, indeed. And the scientists said, and never in their wildest dreams did they think they'd get to study something like this. The scientists, and right. the engineers, but uh, it's um, yeah, there's the, the leather, it, there's less belly leather on the baseball than a few years ago and in 2015 is when the home runs really started happening and then the league did an investigation
2: and found out
3: and they found out there was something different about the balls in play that there was a three percent decrease because of the leather belly being less leather and a small change in the height of the seams in each ball they feel is also responsible is that funny that fans, it's just
2: something that little? Yeah, and yeah.
3: baseball fans will say when somebody messes with the seam, they're pit, they're juicing the ball, and that seam sticking out or being pulled out a little bit won't fly as hard, sure. as high as fire. And, why, right. and that's why, um, you know, the league attempted to change the – um balls back in twenty twenty one having more leather belly.
2: Did they get it changed? Um that's when That's I'm, a follow-up question. We're not allowed that's to That's when oh. I my eyes started getting <laughs> I, even more bleary. I glearied. can't even believe
3: you read that much. That's a I digested it. Okay. I'm giving you the digested right. version. I'm not of it. gonna find out. Okay. <laughs> Who knew that leather belly was a thing on a baseball but exactly. they, it became less. Yes. And then when they do something to the seam on that ball it is a juice ball and it will not go as far.
2: Well, the other thing, you know, that they're testing out, and they tested out in spring training this year after, you know, people stealing the signals because the catcher gives the pitcher, you know, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. You know, throw a mm-hmm. fastball inside, whatever. They're testing out electronic things. Like, you would wear a bracelet. The pitcher would wear a bracelet, and so would the catcher, and the catcher would call the plays off this electronic bracelet. That
3: seems like it could be easy.
2: Well, there's, because it's so easy to cheat now yeah. and watch mm. the plays that the catcher's doing. Yeah. You know, the NFL, the guys hold up the thing over their face yeah. when they're calling the plays now. Well, I've
3: started to do them you playing do,
2: games with you. She does it, because she thinks <laughs> she I can read, read her my lips, lips. Holly.
1: Oh, no. No, so well, then I mumbled might,
2: on the thing. That then. was tested in spring training, and I'm gonna. I'll be interested to yeah. see if they do anything with that, but... Well, they studied,
3: because in 2015, there it was, was an explosion of home runs. There you go. And it was that. Let's hope the twins are an explosion this year. Well, let's see. Now, um, you guys, here's yes. a question. Um, uh, vanilla or peach? What's, vanilla. W- vanilla? Yeah, I'm going with Julia. Yeah, vanilla. vanilla. People around the world agree vanilla is the best smell in the world. Okay? It really is a good one. It oh, really yeah. It really is a good one, and they looked at, uh, they did a study, they had nine different indigenous populations, Um, they had people that were hunter-gatherer groups, they had people from farm countries, they had people like on coast fishing, anyway, blah, 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 the the bottom line is, people of all the smells, vanilla is the most pleasant smell, the second favorite is something with a peach-like scent. And oh. I think of uh, uh, so many perfumes. You know, have a vanilla essence. Yes, like Chanel yes. It has a vanilla yes, yes, essence. Yes. And but the worst odor is called isovaleric acid that is found in cheese. Soy milk, apple juice, and foot sweat. This is the worst odor. Oh, that odor. just sounds
2: so
1: bad. Um,
2: that's oh. so bad. Yeah. Well, no
1: wonder when your feet are nasty, they smell like cheese. Yes, that's exactly that's what right. Your cheese is a literal
3: thing. Ooh. It's isovaleric. You've got overactive isovaleric odor going on. Ooh. I even like that word isovaleric. It was like when we learned efficacy at the beginning was of, fun. of when the vaccines were coming out. We're like, oh, efficacy. It so, sounds so good. But yeah, it didn't kind of matter where people lived. West Coast, East Coast, Mountain Island cities. Uh, vanilla is the universal thing that uh, people agree is just a delicious smell.
2: Oh, I like that. I like that. I like we'll that. Well, think I of like all that. the good
3: desserts. I'll always oh. have a hint of vanilla. Oh, they do. You know? Oh, yeah. And I remember when oh my roommate and I, we were so poor after we graduated from college and lived down the cities. We would just dab vanilla, as in the vanilla that you use for baking. The extract? Yes, the extract. Extract on and put your face. It behind our ears, behind our neck, and on our wrists and in our elbows. Right. And, you know, we'd go places and people would go, Oh, I smelled like cookie. I mean, everyone was just <laughs> we were just kind of giggled. Neither one of us had any money for perfume. And I, I had read like in like Cosmo that vanilla vanilla is everything. And it was probably a poor girl's tip to smelling good. Use vanilla extract and we did. Maybe it would did.
2: stay on longer than perfume because it's so hard to hold a scent. Mm-hmm. You know? Julia. I I try it. I have Some, I only have um Mexican vanilla right now and that works. I know, but I don't like the smell of the, I like the smell of that in baking and cooking, but I don't know that I want that in my on my
3: person. Well, I'm gonna put a dab behind my ear tonight and are report you back well, tomorrow. Well let's let see us know Casey what happens. Feels any. you know, like feels super affectionate, more so than usual. But yeah, we did. We dab vanilla. That's after. so funny. I just asked you to go to the store and buy some cookies. Yeah, I know <laughs> it. I know it. Okay. Um here is a theory. Um, time to ditch the selfies, photos that take from a front facing camera, they distort your face and make your nose look larger.
2: This is why I've always hated it because you would never hold the camera and I'm right in front of it and <laughs> I always look funny and you mm-hmm. look great behind me. But, Julia, you yeah. look good. Yeah. Julia,
3: yeah. People, me. people snap on average 450 photos of themselves every year oh. and nose surgery. Rhinoplasty is becoming the leading uh, surgery now because people have such a distorted view of their own faces from selfies.
2: I think the, the big one is probably, that's the second one, is, is the Zoom neck.
3: Oh, well, you know. The Zoom neck. Yeah, but if you think of more younger people well, taking selfies, they're very much just from the University of Texas. They said, definitely, no matter who you are, you have to do so much editing in a selfie so that your nose doesn't look Longer and wider than what it really is.
2: I don't even edit. We just post them anyway. Right, I yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. But who cares?
3: Yeah. But people are. I wish I cared more. People are very. Um, selfies negatively affect uh, your perceived facial appearance oh, because my if God. You, you take so many of them. If you are someone <sighs> yeah, who takes so many of them. If you so are someone who them, takes them, oh dear. And it's affecting our nose surgery and also chin People want new chins in a way they never wanted <laughs> wanted before, and also uh, um, uh, just kind of anxiety about your looks. Yeah, it's All the not. Selfies. Everyone knows if you're the person in a photograph that always that takes the picture, you look the worst. Yeah. And also, they found now this is kind of interesting. This from Rowan University. They examined a range of selfie as selfies that were publicly posted to Facebook, and they found that actually. That people that used photo filters in selfies had less likes than just the people who just po- posted and you could tell you know you, there was no, so they thought that was kind of interesting um the number of likes is lower for selfies posted with filters um compared to selfies without filters well,
1: that's weird I And mean, yeah. sometimes you got to slap a little vaseline on it and,
2: you know it's just. Yeah, no kidding.
3: <laughs> no kidding. All right, listen, that's all I got for you. All right, that's a lot. That's a lot. All right. Listen, we'll be right back.
2: In the ad, I say, oh my gosh, you're talking about Frankenstein, Lori. Did you hear it yet, Holly? Frankenstein? No, I'm like a
3: straight uh, I'm like, Frank- we want to drink your blood. That's... Rocco made
2: me do it. He yeah. said, well, you always make mistakes. People think it's funny.
3: Really? We okay. want to drink your blood. Okay,
2: so <laughs> guess who is going to get back together to write a song? Pink Floyd, because I knew you wouldn't guess. Pink
3: Floyd. Yeah, you were, we sure wouldn't. Yeah, I know you hiccup. went down.
2: So Pink Floyd is releasing its first new music in almost three decades to raise money for the people of Ukraine. And it's called like, Hey.
3: Like a We Are the World situation?
2: Like Hey, Hey, Rise Up. It features Pink Floyd members, David Gilmore, Nick Mason, with vocals from a Ukrainian singer, Andre and the band Box, mm-hmm. the track. Features Andre singing a patriotic Ukrainian song from a clip he recorded in front of Kiev's St. Sophia Cathedral and posted it on social media. And then they took um, kind of their mashing together Pink Floyd thing from Boombox and this bamboo box. So that's going to be released to raise money. So I think good for them. Yeah.
3: I hope, right? I, I hope there is a lot of. Money. I was thinking it was like going to be some Weird World kind of a thing.
2: Let's see. He spoke with the guy from Ukraine who was recovering in the hospital from a mortar shrapnel injury while he was writing the song and he played with him a bit on the phone and he gave him the blessing. We hope to do something together in the future. And they just said they're touched. We want to express our support in a way that shows the world to know it's totally wrong for a superpower to yeah. invade the independent democratic country. Yeah. So I love I love that they're doing that.
3: Mm-hmm. Where's the new Ludmilla? Where is our diamond eye sniper when we need her?
2: So Holly, what Lori's referring <laughs> to <laughs> I, that I, she thinks everyone knows what she's talking yeah. about, but it sounds like a foreign language, is that we just finished the latest book by... Kate
3: Quinn. And she mm. writes
2: historical fiction and basically highlighting women in World War II. And there's this um, Ukrainian, Russian. No,
3: no, Ukrainian. Ukraine, nope. Ukraine it was, it was, was part of Soviet Union, was. but it was its own, always its own country within the Soviet Union. Ludmila Prachenko, and she was she, a sniper. She's the deadliest sniper in in war history. And she was a woman. And she was a woman, Ukrainian, wow. and they celebrate her in Ukraine. And so. Um, uh, when Kate was on our show and she said, you know, she wrote this during COVID and then finished it, it you know, and it, but before the war started, before the war started, but she had found out about Ludmilla when she was researching the night bombers, which was a crew, all Russian Soviet Union crewed women who flew bombing missions. Wow, against the Nazis mm-hmm. and came across Ludmilla's story. But Ludmilla, and they just call her Mila in the book, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, M- Mila is celebrated in the Ukraine and Russia was the only country at that time that had, they had like 5% of their military was women on, the front. women on the front lines. But there is a Ukrainian um, uh, woman right now who they're, they're calling her Diamond Eye, just like Ludmila, because she's been, you know, snipers. She That's was a sniper I mean, yeah. and
2: it's a, and then she So would, I'm just wondering where's the yeah. new
3: Ludmilla for your yes. for Putin cuz I just uh there's only one way this is going to end I hope. Yeah. You know, it's got to be somebody in his in his inner circle. You know. Maybe one of his daughters. Well, I think of the the Americans, you know, and all the double crossing even on Killing Eve, you know, the big twist that oh. in that that, that mm-hmm. happened this year. Double Agents. Holly, I've read too much Tom Clancy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Holly, did you ever watch The Americans? I
3: did It's
1: so good. So I've heard from everybody who has watched it. It
3: is a really, really great show. Take, and what's interesting about that show is Putin would have been a young KGB when the storyline of this is being set up. It very much shows you what his vision is, which is the U.S. is uh, the enemy. Democracy yeah. is the enemy. And do every dirty trick in the book to smear democracy. That's mm-hmm. kind of what... And it's just wild storytelling. And the number one thing they do is they honey trap sex, drugs, or money. is how they try to compromise, compromise, compromise people.
2: To compromise yeah. the people. Oh, dear. You
3: know? Anyway, that is a good show like to watch if you've never watched The Americans. That would yes. be a good, I think, binge I think so too. Because we had to wait I season got to seasons. I, I
2: got behind in that one because that was back when they would produce 18 a season. I mean, that was a heavy Jonathan Rice and uh, Felicity, whatever it is. Yeah, Gary
3: Russell. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it was that many. Six seasons, though. But yeah, they were, we had to wait week to week and we were right. on the edge of our seat. And we're like, ah. You know, there I was the in streaming. it for the first
1: few years and then mm, I quit. Yeah. Well, it's a lot. Like, think about how many episodes T V used to be compared I to now. It was a
2: big commitment. It was. And you know what's number one right now on Netflix? What? Loot, our guy. Oh, Lupin? No, boot um U Ut- What's his name? Boot. Oh, okay. The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. Yeah, Ujita just Bebenberg. knocked out inventing Anna.
1: Oh okay. did you watch that, Holly? I did not. Oh, I have not partaken in any of the scammer shows. Okay, yeah. That That was was a good one. one. Uh, That That was
3: a good one. uh, Yeah, we watched it for Julia Garner. She was everything in this movie, or this series. It was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Because she's so great in Ozark. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I don't watch it. I had to quit that one. It gave me too much anxiety. Oh, jeez.
3: I know, I'm being honest. You, you, you know, there was a party at Cipriani's in New York that would have been fun. Clive Davis's 90th birthday party. It was a who's who.
1: Whose toes would you have ran over trying to get into that one? I everyone, don't know. There everyone. would have been a <laughs> lot. Robert De Niro, Dionne Warwick, uh, little
3: little uh, D- D- uh, Diane Warren, Victor Garber was there. Gail King did a Q&A, Earth, Wind & Fire. Was there Bernadette Peters, Casey, of, Casey and the Sunshine Band, Katie Couric. It was like everybody was there um patty smith was there alicia keys uh, dianne warwick sang and uh david foster played the piano
2: oh yes what
3: a fun party right
2: that would you know what yeah yeah
3: i guess whitney's uh sister-in-law pat and her husband gary were there uh, barry manilow sang mandy
2: Oh, and you came and you gave without and taking. And Art
3: Garfunkel sang Bridge Over uh, oh. Troubled Water, and Bruce Springsteen's manager was there, and Suzanne Summers, and yeah, Mark Ronson and his new wife, uh, Mamie Gummer, Meryl Streep's daughter.
2: It was, a, it was a busy one.
3: Yeah, that would have been a He's good one. He's 90?
1: Party. Clive Davis is 90? He's 90 years old. Wow. Yeah. hmm that was an easy listening cavalcade greatest hit. Really I, I really
2: thank you. I would be there in a minute.
3: Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's
2: my wheelhouse. Yeah,
3: apparently, you know who was there? Our buddy Roger Friedman was there. And uh, I guess Casa Cipriano is the former maritime building at the tip of the uh, southern Manhattan. It's now just this art deco palace. That's just amazing.
2: Anyway. Sounds cool. Holly, thank you so much for sitting in for
1: Grant. Anytime. All right, everyone, have a great night, and we'll be back tomorrow. Job done.